Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. Oh, hello. <laughs> Here we are yet again, another brand new straight out of the box episode of is it just me the podcast where we put all the nonsense from our lives me and james williams hello hi i'm joe elvin i'm the other one how are you i always muddle the intro <laughs> you know that well, by now. That, i was just thinking that was yeah. going quite well for once yeah and then i didn't know how to sort of like you know like include <laughs> pay you. it off yeah i just interrupt normally yeah but i mean well thank god it isn't just us thank uh, god, today indeed. to help us chew the fat Ooh, Literally, good pun. On some, um, you know, sort of pressing trivial nonsense of the day, we have quite a, a stellar guest today. He's a chef, he's a television star, he's an author, he's just, you know, a real <laughs> superstar, the rock and roll king of food. <laughs> it's Marcus Waring. Well, hey. Hello, hello, nice to be here. I was going to say, and suddenly really I'm, wondering what the hell he's doing yeah, here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, <laughs> no, nervous you, laughter. I, I yeah. think you could just home that in as just a cook. Yeah, yeah, a cook. Just a cook. <laughs> just that, a cook. Is that what you are at home? I am. If yeah. you cut me in half, I think you like a bar of rocket, it would just say cook inside. Cook. I've got to tell you, this is like exposure therapy for me today, Marcus, because I, my uh, formative years when I first got to London when I was a waitress have given me a, a phobia of chefs. <laughs> I mean, really. So yeah. You've been shouted at the now. Oh, you? I've been shouted. And yeah. I, you know, in fairness, I probably was London's worst waitress. I mean, <laughs> there was one New Zealand chef who, when he used to see me, I used to work at DeLugo, yeah. Anthony Worrell Thompson, and he used to see me go, oh, are you on today, are you? <laughs> and that was like, and that was, yeah, because I <laughs> was, was <laughs> really bad. And when I, first, then I, when I got to my first magazine job, Oh, who's this? Oh, oh. teas and coffees. Oh, teas Woo-hoo. and coffees. I wonder what was going on there. Yeah. <laughs> I'm all right. Thank you. Um, <laughs> when I when I got my first magazine job, all the, all the wait staff and chefs were like, oh, now it makes sense. So you were just doing this while you, yeah, while you were trying to get a proper job, like th- what you really do. If it makes so, you feel any better, I can sort of guarantee that you probably were not the worst waitress in London. <laughs> there are many, many of you. <laughs> I, can, I can vouch, I can tell you, First hand, you're one of many. <laughs> well, it's a rite of passage, don't you think? I, I, I'm, I'm highly suspicious of anyone 
or they've just led a very privileged life who's never worked behind a bar or you'd know, worked as a waiter or a waitress don't you think it's I, kind of, everyone needs to have done that i agree i think i think it's a it's a great way to earn some money yeah. it's easy to get no, into I, it's not a great way to earn money <laughs> <laughs> no. in marcus's restaurants it is i think it's, a, it's definitely a safe way of earning a bit of yeah, money yeah. I, think, yeah. I think it's an easier option mm. um you don't need many qualifications and i think you can you can it, it's sort of the way we look at it it's not rocket science it's pretty straightforward you need a bit of training on the job and actually to be fair it is about your personality so i'm quite surprised yeah. so far that your personality did not shine through at that, that, <laughs> yeah. many, at that given time because you I'm quite sure bubbly to me i think i was just um we used to have a lot of like really posh clientele and i was fresh off the boat as they say i don't think i had i it, yeah. it certainly taught me a lot of confidence did you ever manage to get master the multiple sort of plates up i the can still sleeve. carry five plates can on you one arm. see yeah. she's being yeah. coy isn't yeah. she she was clearly not the shittest waitress in town yeah, yeah but you learn when you've dropped a whole tray of dinners <laughs> and they're yelling at you to get out of the kitchen you learn pretty fast to carry some plates yeah but enough about me yeah, exactly yeah. uh so marcus you are here because you've got a new book out yes i have now also first of all i've got to say just a cook but you did have your first michelin star at 26 was well, it yeah i can't i think it was 25 or 26 26 yeah, yeah. i mean you know, 26. No, 25 actually yeah, no so big i remember no yeah. biggie a long time ago <laughs> uh, so i guess my thing is i mean you know joe and i we talk about this a lot we both like to cook mm. and uh, but you know i guess for a lot of people out there they are genuinely quite terrified of it and i guess for somebody who's got a michelin star with a yep. cookbook out yeah Everyone's going to be sat there going, oh, that's not for me. I'm never going to be able to keep up with it. So t- tell us a bit about, obviously, it's called yeah. Every Day. Tell us a bit about it. Well, it's about everyday life, my life. Uh, and so I have the same feeling when I watch uh, cookery sh- um, gardening shows. Yeah. I love plants. I love growing. I've got a farm down in, in, in East Sussex and I find it incredibly frustrating. I don't understand why the slugs eat my cabbages like it's sort of the best thing since sliced bread. And it annoys me without having to spray these slugs and many, many other problems. So I have incredible frustrations with gardening world watching Monty Don drives me insane and that gives me I've heard so many times that people have the same feeling when it comes to cookery this book is about it's very very simple it is light it's fun it's got lots of pictures through it's got lots of antidotes and tips I know it may have a chef on the cover and it's written by a chef but there's a massive team that goes into this book and this is for me it's my seventh cookbook and it's the one book I really do feel that I'm at my most relaxed I've really enjoyed it and I think that really shines through in the book well, it is a lovely, lovely looking it book. It is I mean, a lovely book. And I'll, yeah, again, back to my chef phobia. I, I did see a picture of you in the cover and think, I'm not going to be able to do any of this. That worries and, me. And I, <laughs> no, but I'm, I'm, well, I'm we're here debunking to tell the myth you. Right here, right yeah, now. I've already found, I'm on holiday next week and I've already found a ton of stuff. Yes. I'm going to cooking myself catering holiday. also you've reassured me Marcus because nothing gets me more hot under the collar than a recipe with no picture <laughs> do you know I'm a bit like come on yeah, I, I like a recipe I, with I, no picture oh really yeah why do you, you, you like not having to have that unrealistic have that <laughs> comparison where you've really fucked it up isn't it? <laughs> oh yeah. no no you need yeah. that picture no it does help you along doesn't it it does, it does. Well, it's an old thing is it but you, you do eat yeah. with your eyes don't you I think a lot of the time I you totally know, agree yeah so. I don't, the problem you have is you're dealing with uh, the fact that you, there's 120 recipes and 120 photographs plus recipes it becomes a pretty big book and uh, quite expensive it as does. well <laughs> I think publishers sort of pull back on that one a little bit so no you can only have 30 or whatever it is as yeah. long as there's plenty of me in the book I always say I don't mind I quite like including my children in the book because all through my books there's a picture of them somewhere yeah. apart Aww. from one book so there's sort of a really weird legacy of them growing like up a family I, album yeah and I give them all a copy of it and they sort of shrug their shoulders off and like whatever, whatever. apart from my daughter who loves it because she, she preps for when she's going into the book she gets ready the clothes Aww. you know the hair come you know make um, a little bit a little bit of something a bit of perfume so what's the perfume for it's a book <laughs> no, no one's going to smell you it's the mood exactly. I want to be in the zone 
No, exactly. So she's definitely part she's of the fashion She's a professional. I like yeah. her attitude. Yeah. Um, so do, uh, I was going to ask you, is it like choosing a favourite dish or like choosing a favourite child? But yes. at the moment, you know, what is your go-to? You, you mentioned the other day there was one, is it page 69 for Six, an half an hour? 69. <laughs> for some strange reason, it has to be one of my favorite best recipes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and so um, I've lost my trail of thought now. No, <laughs> Sorry. I haven't. I haven't. <laughs> it was a dish. I'm cooking it on Saturday Kitchen this Saturday. Oh. And I, for the first time, I thought, I've not been on that show for a long time and it's live. I better just make an effort to sort of run through the recipe because you write these recipes a long time ago. You take the photographs and you forget about it. It's sort of something of the past. So I actually followed one of my own recipes to the letter and I absolutely couldn't believe it was delicious. <laughs> and now you may you. say, you may say, God, why, I'm amazing. Why does that? Why does why? Why is it delicious? It should be delicious. But the reason being is that chefs like myself, we always change things as we go along. So I can take that idea and go off piste and it'll be delicious. I thought, you know, what? I want to give it a shot to the letter. My family loved it. It was delicious. It was simple. It's great. Baked haddock in the oven with lentils and lovely flavour. Finishing oh. with smoked paprika, some crusty bread on the side. You feeling hungry? We're oh, yeah. doing this the wrong yeah. side of lunchtime yeah, as well. I've just realised. I'm getting really, really hungry. Give it a shot. Yeah. It's easy. It's simple, and it works. Also, I love the idea that, and it, obviously, it makes sense because in, in you, know, you doing your homework for someone like that, it's a bit like I always think it's really funny when people, people get really surprised when singers have to go back and re- uh, practice and rehearse their songs. Yeah. It's like you can't remember every single lyric for every song. If you're like Elton John, you can't remember his entire back catalogue. I mean, but he probably. I'm could. not sure about that. Actually, he probably yeah. could because he's got like perfect pitch. And but, I can um, imagine. But I like the idea that you had yeah. to basically prepare. For it. Yeah, I did. I wanted to to see because it gets mixed around with different, you know, co-authors and home economists, and then the photographer, and then and then the stylist on set. And that, before you know, it, it's been played around with more times than you can imagine or want it to be. And you just hope it's still as real as the day you wrote the idea down. Yeah. Is cooking still a pleasure for you? Yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I, it's it's a it's a way of life. It's a pleasure. It's my family. It's my job. Um, it's got there's nothing in the job I don't enjoy yeah. and, I, and I've I've had some tough times I've had some difficult uh, years where you've really got to get your head into the kitchen and when I say get your head into the kitchen I'm talking about for years on end here this is not just once a week once a month yeah. year after year head down through really tough times of going through certain difficulties that you need to, to get through and that's because of the business side of it the understanding great team mm. around you and looking after people along the way is the most important thing and what I love about television radio book writing is i get to go meet and work with some fantastic people in other people's worlds and yeah. in other parts of other industries and it, and it drags my industry into it and i love that synergy and togetherness and i love learning from other people it's mm. great yeah really excites you, me so basically you always are the one on like family holidays or gatherings of friends you're always expected to do the cooking is it just a given that you have to do it it's a case of i just take control over it and i sort of push, <laughs> oh, right, bully yeah. my way into it and my my wife jane she's a great cook and i and i she would love to just get on with things it's just what i do and i sort of and i sort of elbow my way into the kitchen and i know i know deep down she thinks she's like, got great get on with it yeah sort of attitude and what's the dish that when the family really want to treat what do they beg you to make I should go out for dinner. <laughs> <laughs> Take me out, Dad. Yeah. Anywhere but yeah. your food. Oh. You know, any, you know. There's always a bit of. It's always sushi or something like that. Yeah. I taught my daughter to make sushi once, and she was brilliant at it. But I think it's a great. Do you know? It's anything that your family enjoys as a family. You can always say it's a good roast dinner. But I just cooked that dish from the book the other night, and, and three of my kids ate it. They've all got different flavors, different ideas, and they all loved every bit of it. But. It's a good curry, a good lasagna, yeah. shepherd's pie, and of course a great roast dinner. You've got to go for that. You can't 
Those are the kind of things I think you need to teach any kid before they leave for university. Yeah, they all need to master those, and then you're, you're kind of set for life. No, really. no, no, no. How you need you to teach that before they leave home. Yeah. <laughs> okay, oh, it's so true. Yes, because when they're at university, it's all over. Yeah, Game you're right. Over. Yeah, you're right. Actually, yeah. Sorry. And also, you don't need to go to uni. Nightmare. My my daughter has an, is you know she's one of these new woke variety of children, and she wants to be a vegan. Does that just fill you with dread? No. <laughs> and yes. Does me. <laughs> it, it, it's I, what I don't understand. I, I, I've got a great menus of plant-based food and vegan ideas in Treadwell's, one of my one of my other restaurants, where the chef Chantelle and my partner there, she really drives. She's written a book on plant-based food. Mm. So there's a lot of energy in youth and young people today. And there are uh, groups of people who enjoy that type of eating because it's healthy. It's better for you. You may find it boring. Well, look on your face. That looks yeah, like I, boredom I can, at the highest I level. Just, I can get on board with vegetarianism <laughs> but, but vegans a bit too far yeah. do you know what concerns me what I laugh and wonder and worry about is why do we have vegan style plant based dishes such as a vegan burger I know. that tastes of meat yet yeah. it's not and so is that a craving for me if you like the craving for me eat meat what's yeah. wrong with you Jesus I mean I know I just think that everybody I think if we if if you're worried about the environment you can cut down yeah and I think yes. that, that can make a significant difference but you know I don't want to get yelled at so I'm going to stop talking don't make the vegans angry I know, Joe you, no. yeah they, yes. they're, really, they're grumpy they, they are can be grumpy. they have a lot of energy yes they do and are there <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, are there any vegan friendly uh, dishes in this book there are, there are a few no. little bits and pieces. <laughs> I tried to pick it back around. No, then no, 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 no. Okay, sorry, vegans. This book is not for you. Uh, but anyway, the book is Every Day. <laughs> um, Do you know there's a chapter in there called Home Alone? Oh, I, I like a, that. Then and that's, that a, that's, a, that's basically a title for single people. Yeah, well, it's, it's, A polite I, title for single you people. You had me at home alone. <laughs> you had uh, me at smoked cheese. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I'm all about. So to recap, yeah. the book's out on Halloween, October 31st. 31st. Brexit Day. Yeah, apparently. I know. God, I know. Oh God. I'm not sure why it's on that yeah. day. I mean, yeah, watch this space. To be honest, we're, yeah. we're, 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 veganism or Brexit, we're basically asking for trouble either <laughs> way, aren't we? Uh, but yeah, anyway, do yeah, check out the book. It's available with Marcus, Marcus Every Day. Marcus Every Day. And, uh, um, on Halloween. So, uh, yeah available everywhere I should imagine hope so um, well good luck with it Mark I you'll you. need it uh, so I'm now hungry so I think we should get on to some uh, topics yeah shall we do it are you hungry for top, <laughs> top chat <laughs> always yeah. Yeah. always yeah. I thought we done is this the, I thought that, is that the intro my gosh yeah, yeah. Wow, we are, so we're going to deeper territories now so first up this week Mark is wearing Joe Elfin uh, very on brand for our guest this week uh, is it just me that basically has no truck with those people, those losers <laughs> that basically say, oh, I'm not having a starter. Or even worse, those people that really sort of do that slightly sort of redundant, oh, oh are we having a starter? You know, in that kind of really insipid, sort of, you know, Andy McDowell at the end of Four Weddings and a Funeral, and she says that really it? lame line, oh, is it raining? I hadn't noticed. Those people that say, oh, are we having a starter? Yeah. It's like, oh, you want a starter? Just fucking own it and say you want a starter. I hate Got those it. people. Well, you know obviously I mean? the restaurateur is going to be <laughs> well on board with everyone having a starter, right? Yeah. Well, well yeah. I know exactly what you mean. Yeah, and you I chose, I, yeah, but I think that's a really good one because I, 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 when I go out with people, if it's not family or it's not friends, let's say it's a, a work-based event or you're meeting someone who you don't socialise with on regular basis and they say just that question you have to ask yourself is it a diet thing is it a cost thing are you a little bit short cash yeah. you know what what's your real reason is it you just don't want to be with me <laughs> why is it's that? a minefield is it, i have only got half an hour i need to get out of here because you're so boring and let's just have a main course and go what is it i guess oh my god i mean i'm the chump who doesn't have a starter <laughs> oh, i'm really? feeling very very no, vulnerable no, right but wait now. i think that I, <laughs> <laughs> don't make me angry <laughs> no okay i guess my thing is i guess it's this is more about if you're having a quick catch-up 
up with a mate, for example, after work. Yeah, um, you don't have a three-course extravaganza. You sure. often will have like a main course and then a couple of glasses and, and then you're off. That I totally get. But what I mean is when you've got like, you know, you've spent weeks on WhatsApp trying to find the one date for somebody's birthday. You've got the bloody restaurant reservation because, you know, these chef types, they, yeah. <laughs> they, yeah. they don't, you know, you could barely get the reservations in. You finally got it and you turn up for what is basically a special occasion and then some chump goes, oh, um, I'm not going to have a starter. It's like, piss off. But, oh my God. But you could have nullified <laughs> that at the beginning on the message to your friends and yeah. say let's just go out for a main course <laughs> so you don't need to ask that question yeah. you know why I don't is because I I just can't eat a ton in one sitting and I and I like a pudding wow. so I don't want to completely sort of like peak before I've had the chance to so basically the I'm just a greedy bastard because that's the other thing I was going to say people that basically go, that I really envy the pudding or starter person I want all three I wish I could but my husband and I this is it's so funny you raise this because this is a perennial fight with me and my <laughs> husband because we'll go out and quite often a lot of my friends are the no starter gang maybe that's why we've bonded <laughs> my husband is quite often the only one at the table who will order a starter and then we'll sit there and wait for him to have his oh, starter he actually sits and has a starter <laughs> on his own good oh for you God. Ross and I'm like I just sort of like eye rolling is he alone are you actually gonna <laughs> order a starter and he's like fuck off because he's ve vegetarian his thing about restaurants is the vegetarian always gets stiffed so he needs to bulk up with his minuscule plates compared to our big steaks and everything but see my thing is i often find that most restaurants have a more exciting starter menu than they have mains that, that's uh, well, what that's, my, that's yeah. how they reel yeah. me in there's I a mind. lot of interesting starters yeah. there's a lot of choice and there's so much more it's lighter and how you can have a couple of you see when you go with someone so let's have a couple of starters oh, oh yeah a couple of a couple to share with someone very special and a you? bit too far marcus <laughs> for me really no, marcus tell me this yeah. Where do you what, where do you stand on the etiquette? Say you know you've obviously painstakingly put together a menu, yep. and say so I come in and I take a look at it and I go, don't fancy any of those main courses. Mm. I'm going to have two starters. Mm. <laughs> where do you stand on that? Days gone by, that was sort of red rag to a ball. It was ultimate rage. It was when the when the. It, it, it all started when the managers used to come into the kitchen many years ago, 20 odd years ago, and say, Chef, Samaj, table two, vegetarian. <laughs> You've never seen a manager run so fast out of a kitchen all your life because you know that that vegetarian is an alien come down from another planet to really piss you off. <laughs> now, the vegetarian people are so popular. They're part of... Yeah. They, they walk the streets with us now. They're not aliens anymore. <laughs> they are one of they us. They look just like they one of us. They are amongst us. And so we have to accommodate them. Yeah. So years, days gone by, we used to go crazy we used to really hurt them as much as we possibly could we, anyway we could hurt the waiter first and then that the, the pissed off waiter would pass that pissed off list to all the way through to the customer today we have to embrace them we love them dearly they are part of us they of course us amongst the streets we want their money we do <laughs> we have no choice as restaurateurs anymore we have to love them we yeah. have really accommodated everybody in every need from vegans to plant-based to, to a lot of diet restrictions out there so many people now can't have so many different yeah. things it's a tough I one yeah. that was a long yeah. sigh yeah. yeah I just think I just that think a lot feel. of people think they're gluten intolerant or and they're not you know that's a good point yeah but we can't ask them for a, for their medical file to no. check them out to see if it's half the time we know they're not they're not telling the truth yeah. is, is there such a thing as in your head the most difficult customer you've ever had over the years like somebody that literally really kept sending something back or kept no. questioning or querying you or it, it's the it, there are every now and again a customer will book into the restaurant and on the night they arrive they will give the manager a, a sort of a A3 size card 
and a very long list of ingredients that you cannot eat. And you read it and you look at it and you, 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 you get into a cold sweat and you're thinking, why on earth are you out? Yeah. Why are you here? Like, why are you actually going to a restaurant? And you shouldn't really be living. You can't eat anything. I mean, it's scary. And yeah. it's, if you serve me any of these, I'm in big trouble. Are you thinking... What have I got for you to eat? <laughs> Nothing. That's also, that just seems, I do and think not, sometimes that's a really unfair responsibility. Yep. And it happens. Yeah. And you yeah. do feel, it actually, the problem I have is I have to act responsible, like the sort of the, the responsible adult in the kitchen. Because if I go crazy and get yeah. upset, my staff see that. And then when I'm not around, they see me kicking off. They do it much, they do the same. So I have to control myself and I try my hardest to accommodate them. That's really tough on a kitchen in the middle of service. Oh, God, so yeah. Mars, here's a I, list I, of things I, I can't think, eat. Well, it's a bit like that person turning up for dinner and suddenly going, oh, yes, I'm a vegetarian and a vegan. It's like, uh, uh, what? I, I went to a restaurant with a friend of mine and I did, I mean, she won't mind me saying, she was on some, she doesn't have any intolerance or anything like that. She just decided she was quote unquote detoxing. Okay. And I just wanted to die. So like sitting there giving the chefs and the and the waiters this list of what she could and couldn't eat. It took them about 15 minutes to find a way to feed her. And then I just went, yeah, I'll have the chicken. Like, you know what I mean? like, it was just like, it was, I was like, they probably why wanted to kiss you. did you come out tonight? Why didn't you just say, Stop we can't go out for dinner tonight? Yeah. <laughs> why did you do that to I me? Bring a packed lunch. Yeah. yeah well, no, she did. She actually said, if it helps, I've got this in my handbag in a Tupperware dish. Really? And oh I'll God. sit here and eat this. while she. And I was just like, dying. See, having, having said all that, now yeah. I feel like I need to c- cut some slack to the people that don't order a starter, maybe. Because it could be they worse. Are, they, are, they could be way worse. <laughs> I think there's a lot more of them than the there are. are. You're uh, outnumbered, I think. But if in doubt, order the starter. Come on, embrace it. Yeah. But if you are sat there going, James, you're a greedy bastard, feel free to email us at the show. We do love hearing from you all. Uh, the email address is um, isitjustmepodcast at gmail.com. Or alternatively, you can get in touch via Instagram. And in fact, we got a lovely, uh, I got a lovely Instagram message from Lisa. Uh, who basically said, Joe, um, I uh, wrote into you guys, uh, is it just me, with the topic about changing careers and the fear of doing it. Uh, and you talked about it and sent me a lovely reply saying uh, that I shouldn't be scared. Uh, and I did it. I made the plunge and six, month th- six no. months um, in, uh, nine months after I resigned, I'm loving it. Oh I've totally God, rejuvenated. Christ, everyone, don't do what we tell you to do. <laughs> I know what I was going to say. I mean, Lisa, that, that um, worked out that and thing, I'm really God. pleased. But, but, so yeah. we'll quit with Lisa. That could have been a backfire yeah. on you big time. <laughs> we'll quit while we're ahead with Lisa. Yeah. But everyone else, don't do as we say or do. Just do you. Uh, yeah. But anyway, Lisa, we are very relieved that that worked out well for you. Um, and she said that she's met so many brilliant people. So thank you. Thank Lisa, you, Lisa. You, you are the best one. Thank you for listening to yeah. the show uh, so as I said uh, do get in touch with us uh, either via Instagram or Twitter uh, or the email address again is is it just me podcast at gmail.com so my, my sort of question is is it just me that's stuck in a social media rut oh now mm, I'm stuck in many ruts Marcus <laughs> uh, I, I've struggled with this one <laughs> and I'm still struggling with it and I've struggled for many years, and I was 10 years behind the curve of actually starting it. When I saw Twitter, originally the little bird Twitter, and the, the word Twitter coming out there, I used to think of two old ladies at the back of a garden talking over the fence, gossiping about a load of shit. And <laughs> I, couldn't, I couldn't understand it. Yeah, and, that's about right. And, 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 <laughs> yeah. and, and, and sort yeah. of these adults around me uh, were using it, and, and were on it, and were loving it, and embracing it. And I was just thought, well, you're so childish, what's wrong with you? This is like for kids. And I never really looked into it or understood it. And then some years later, people around me say, you've got to get into this month. We have to do this for your restaurants. We've got to do it for you. And, but I was never allowed to do it on my own. They all <laughs> stopped me 
from doing it on my, my heavily own. supervised yeah, supervised <laughs> just don't mention vegetarians Marcus that's what they're all saying and one please day I, don't and one day I went to my team and I said I'm doing it I'm doing my own oh my god and that was horrible they all got scared they got worried but 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 you don't understand it I know I don't understand it but I still have to get out there and have a go I've got to embrace this but you're too far behind the curve and all these things came at me and I actually I managed to get involved and I got it I, I did it and it's it's like right it's like trying to ride a bike and you can't your stabilizers just won't come off and when you take them off you fall over and there's another pitfall I don't get it why do we have to show someone what we've just bought from Sainsbury's <laughs> that's what it's the like. law now yeah <laughs> If it's you didn't put it on Instagram, yeah. you didn't really do it. That's yeah. basically that, is the rule. That it? Yeah, that's unfortunately the rule. But I mean, it's a funny one, is because I'm a bit with you, and in fact, we talked about this recently. Whereby, specifically with Instagram, I really feel like I've lost my way a bit. Like I just feel, and, and it's about second guessing. The second you you start thinking, is this interesting? Is this boring? Don't say that. I'm just about getting into it. No, You're now getting out no, of no, it. No, 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 <laughs> I, no. I'm pers- I'm pushing through. But I would say something like um, Instagram actually for food. Going back to what we talked about earlier with, yep. you know, how visual, how, how I love a, pic, a picture and a recipe, you know, Instagram, I guess, for your industry yeah, has, works. Pop, yeah, really, yeah, you, it has, has it really changed the way in which you work and the change the way in which you create like recipes and do books? I mean, do you know what it has done? It's actually, it's the Instagram social media is stopping a generation of young people learning how to embrace their own personality, their own passion and get their oh, ideas yes. from within. They're looking at everything on their phone. So they're inspired by what they see, but real talent comes from within. Real passion is about yourself and finding yourself. You will not find yourself on social media. You'll see some funny pictures of yourself, but you will not find yourself. And I I worry for the future generations in many different walks of of different industries. That's what concerns me. I think particularly with Twitter, what I've noticed is the the self-censoring I do, that it, it can be so toxic and so angry mm. that it stopped me doing anything I think particularly saying anything meaningful yeah, on Twitter absolutely. because I'd rather just like you know fly under I've, the got radar. A, I've got a tweet going mad this morning because I people are very sort of like mock distressed that I love honey on crumpets and that's become <laughs> a that's become a big debate and that's about as controversial and as statementy as I'm prepared to be on Twitter. And what are they days. saying it's all kinds of wrong to have a sweet crumpet? A lot crumpet. of people just think it's super weird. Oh, I, I think love. I was about 25 before I realised anyone put anything besides honey on crumpets. Does that make me... But, um, I like a sweet or a savoury crumpet. Does see, that just this make is the thing. This is the debate that's engaging the nation. But, wait, wait, um, wait, 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 hang on. We've got yeah, an expert here. Yeah. Marcus, what, what, what's the definitive line on this? I like a bit of both. <laughs> no, I, 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 yeah. sweet, I, I can smother it in, smother it in butter and just absolutely feel it's unhealthy. But great. Yeah. Or loads of jam and honey's a great one. Yeah. Marmite, yeah. sorry, marmite and a crumpet. Yeah, just, I oh, can't no? get on board with that one as well. Oh, much. so you don't, you're but, only sweet. But it's just, that's what I mean. It's like, I'm sorry, so, got a bit and, and occasion, <laughs> I had a woman on Instagram um, get in touch with me a little while ago and say, you just, you talk about nothing. You don't say anything of any importance. And it's like, you're damn right, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> I'm proud just, of it. It's just too scary and, and too much stress in my day now. And so. did you then say, and meanwhile, have you heard my podcast? Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> you think that's bad, Exactly. Love. Yeah. <laughs> no, I do yeah. agree with you. Because I'm, I'm, at the same time, that's why I really do admire people who are now putting themselves and put their putting head their head the above the parapet because yeah. and you know we you know people like uh, Jamilo Jamila's doing it and you know celebrities doing it especially I really do because I just think I personally I'm not even 
God, I'm not in need of a celebrity and I'm too scared to do anything. I barely have any followers, but I'm too scared to do it because there will always be somebody out there in the current way social media now works just to be outraged for the sake of being outraged. So even if you say mm. something relatively innocuous. So God, I can't imagine if you actually said something really political or really controversial. Yeah. The, the good side of it can be great. Yeah. The bad side of it can be really unbearable at times. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. where are you Are you still then in the infancy of your social media? I've been doing it for, for five, four, five, six years now, right. I think, on my own. And so do you enjoy as, as a mature adult at Marcus Waring <laughs> people want to find you after, something like that yeah, yeah. yeah. there'll be an avalanche of new and followers do you enjoy this. it more now you're and, you know, sort of driving the bus yourself when I just yeah I am enjoying yeah. it but when I sort of conquer a certain part of it someone invents another aspect oh. to it that just completely <laughs> throws another pile of problems in front of me yeah. that I've got to deal with you know at this stage of my life which I'm really struggling with and you know wonder there's problems out there I mean, who do you like on is there somebody you like on social media that makes you laugh or somebody you think has a really good account or no no <laughs> just no you. i just follow me <laughs> typical chef sorry typical chef <laughs> uh, no there isn't um i i that's a good no no I, i'm not that into it right so i love the people that follow me i love doing a little bit of interaction i i'm still learning about you know one thing i do find quite hard is 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 is, is holding my phone up and talking to it and giving someone a message and then posting it you know i can go on television and do no no how many hours of master chef and and do all of that filming and, and do radio but I, I find it quite hard to hold my phone up and give someone a 20, 30, 40 second message about something I'm doing today it's scary really weird think, I can't you, do that it's no, scary it's tough. Tough. if you think of yeah. it you, you effectively got a TV studio in your phone now haven't you, you? Have. you it's scary but oh, but some people own it and it's a great thing and it's self-promoting yeah you know it's self-promoting I'm a big boxing fan and over the years boxing promoters used to just look after boxers and that's how they got their fights boxers are now creating their own fights on social media so, so the promoters are are actually their, their lives have been made easy but these fighters say I want to fight you and I, and I antagonise you over social media they create their own following and if you can fill out a stadium that fight gets put on and you know you're away so there is a good Maybe side I, to I it I might try that picking fights with people <laughs> I want to fight you people in the office yeah. Yeah. someone out there yeah. in the office who could I beat yeah. up yeah. you don't want a Twitter <laughs> fight you want an actual full in, yeah, yeah, in yeah, person yeah. physical yeah. scrap yeah, yeah. magazine editor USP <laughs> yeah. Yeah. ultimate fighting editor Joe Elvin yeah yeah. There you go. Oh, you see, Heard it here it's first. never too late to have a goal, is it? No. You've inspired me, Marcus. <laughs> just, just, just to yeah. go out there and upset someone. <laughs> if you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. 
Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Right. Well, this won't surprise anybody that I raised this topic. Marcus Waring, James Williams. Is it just me who has been known to mourn for items of clothing? Am I just the shallowest person you know by any chance? No, I am. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. it might shock you. I'm, I'm going to get somber now. I recently had to part with an item of clothing. And uh, what was this item? Well, it's, it's not very sexy. It was a really good pair of chinos. Now, for okay. a man, Marcus, uh, yeah, I yeah, would say yeah. when you find a good <clears throat> fit, fit of chinos... And I had them for years. They lasted a long, long time. My husband would be feeling you on this. Yeah. I mean, I've seen him sort of like with, with pairs of chinos that he thinks no one can notice the little tiny hole in it oh. because he just can't bear. Well, this is what happened to me. To give in. So I was I was cycling back from an appointment on my bike and I suddenly thought, oh, it's a bit cold. <laughs> <laughs> and as I got off my bike, I literally looked behind me and realized these chinos literally were, it looked like I'd gone like 10 bells with Freddy Krueger. It was literally slashed at the bum. It was literally like, underwear hanging out I was like and that's what what that's what it took for me to say goodbye to but these I, chinos I, had a, I was so attached I to had them. a bathrobe like that that I had no idea until one day my husband said to me might be time to get a new bathrobe and my mother-in-law was staying and she said oh, I've got one like that that I just can't bear to part with and I, I realized I'd been walking around with my backside hanging out of this bathrobe <laughs> completely I mean my poor mother-in-law must have thought this is a this is a liberal house yeah <laughs> glad that Joe's comfortable with her body <laughs> but no idea uh, but it is incredible. But I think that's the thing. Do you have any idea what we're going on about, Marcus? Are I, do, you- I do. I just thought I th- those jeans with your ass hanging out. <laughs> is that not fashion? <laughs> well, in some parts of the fashion uh, world, I'm sure it is. Very cool. Yeah. Uh, I, yeah. Chino chaps. They were like they were like chaps. By well, the we've end, we've all seen chaps. those guys who walk around with them like the. Pant, the trousers have fallen below their underpants yeah, and true. they're quite happy to walk yeah. around like that. I, I, I struggle sometimes with, I, I do struggle with giving, you know, putting things away, but I've got sons now who see my old stuff from 20, 30 years ago as retro. So my old, my old son, Jake, he will actually go and sell it and make a bit of cash. <laughs> he's, 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 he's brutal. Cat's going to go in your wardrobe. And so, so, and so he's just, off he goes. Are you just coming home to an empty closet? It can happen at times. It's yeah. like things will go missing. I'd be and I've furious. Kept them, and I've kept them because I've never got rid of them. There's no need. To, it's like your socks. Until all five toes are poking out, you don't throw them away. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, they are usable. Yeah. And what I don't like is, you know, as a, as a sort of a late middle-aged middle guy, is when you've got a little bit of a rip in your jeans in, in sort of around the, around the sort of the knee area. And then one day you put them on and you forget there's a little rip in and your big toe gets oh, caught that's in. that's so annoying. And it rips a massive rip in them. And you're thinking, yeah. this hole's getting bigger and bigger and I'm not getting any younger and it's looking too cool for me. <laughs> what do you do? You cut them off of the knees and they become <laughs> summer shorts. <laughs> I'm not giving them away. So thrifty. You're that dad, aren't yeah, you? Yeah, but yeah. you like I bet everyone's like, you know, scared to put the heating on and stuff exactly. like that. But yeah. you know, that, you know, in knee knee high sort of knee length short uh, sort of denim jeans on a on a on a nearly fifty year old guy, then very cool. <laughs> 
but I just know it upsets my kids, so that's why I wear them <laughs> do at principle. Yeah. I like twerking. That upsets my child. <laughs> okay. like really, if I need if I need to get her out of a room and to stop talking to me about Snapchat or friends, you go in. I just twerk, <laughs> and that's that's it's very you too embarrassing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. pure totally. pure embarrassment. Yeah. Uh, are you like this about all clothes, Marcus, or is it particular things? Are you just a, are you a bit of a hoarder when it comes to your clothing? I am, and so I, I will look at my wardrobe. Your birthday or Christmas will come up. My wife Jane, what do you want for Christmas? What people? I, I always say what my father used to say. I don't need out. What do I need? <laughs> how many pairs of underpants can I wear? How many pairs of jeans do I need? How many this? How many that? And it's sort of that's still ingrained in me. She's also don't be so miserable. Don't be this. Don't be that. So I'll get these presents for Christmas and birthday. And I'll put them in my cupboard. And there are times where I've not worn them for about six months because mm. I don't feel that I'm ready for this new this new change when I've got so many lovely old clothes yeah. that don't seem to go out of fashion, apparently. That's my thought process yeah. anyway. So I, 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 my, my wardrobe is getting bigger until my eldest son robs it off me. Well, see, because my thing is I'm quite good at editing. So if it's if it's the sort of cheaper end of things, like I'm, I'm okay. quite good actually. Cause, and also the second it's an odd sock, it's gone. Like I don't stand yeah. people that can't because odd socks just wind me up or they yeah. somehow just remind me of that weird vortex that exists but somewhere in the world. Go? Exactly. Where, where, do, where they do, go? do they go? Where do they go? I can't think about it too much, Mark, because it upsets me. So the, that sock goes. So I'm quite good. And I have to say, I'm also quite good at, you know, like you're saying about underwear. Yeah. Like, you know, when, but the second you can feel it getting a bit thin, you, you just need to be a hole in it. You throw it out, right? Right. Well, um, yeah. no. Well, see, my thing with underwear is how is there a point at which it's unhygienic? Do you know what I mean? Like, how how clean can they get really if they're ten years old sure. and you're washing and washing and washing them? I don't know. I really that that. Disturbs me. It's when the elastic band comes out of them that concerns yeah, me. Can I, I still wear them? I Will they say, fall down? From a man's perspective, yeah. I think the second that waistband's gone very gone. baggy, yeah. it's just not a good look on That's anyone. Right. No, um, there, there are points where I think they get taken out of the equation by by family members yeah. through just pure embarrassment. <laughs> I remember once my grandmother getting a big pack of those big knickers for <laughs> unwrapping at someone. She needed some new underpants, so she got them. And my father went, oh, look, mum, polishing cloths. <laughs> so that's where, <laughs> that's where hers ended up. <laughs> well, that's a very good way to recycle them. Yeah, um, apparently. But apparently <laughs> she was an avid recycler. <laughs> Yeah. But yeah, so I'm quite good at that. So yeah, things like t-shirts and underwear and socks, I'm quite I'm quite ruthless about. Yeah. I guess for me, it's things like the hard things to find. It's that elusive great pair of jeans okay. or chino or or you know sometimes if you've bought a great I mean God forbid you should lose something or somebody nicks it. I mean, the feeling of that, I mean, I can't yeah. imagine. Well, you- I, I had a pair of uh, my favorite Gucci shoes which obviously were not cheap. Were basically stolen en route to Sydney. From okay. what? Your luggage? Yeah. Oh my I'm God. Tell- it's the only explanation. I got there and thought, oh, that's weird. I thought I'd packed those. And then three weeks went by. And by the time I got back to London, like nearly a month later, suddenly thought, oh, they're not here either. I think things go through different life cycles. So yeah. I think you take T-shirts, they become your, you know, we all love a good new T-shirt. Yeah. They're pretty relatively, you know, not, not very expensive. You wear them, you wash them, you wear them, the name comes off or the logo comes off. Then they become a night shirt. And you wear them for a couple of years as a nightshirt, and then they end up as part of your gym kit. Yep. <laughs> oh. Then they get holes and start to smell. At that point, they become gardening gear. Yep. And then eventually they will hit the bin somewhere down the line. See, my sound secret, familiar? My secret to this totally. is also have a small wardrobe, as in a physical wardrobe, because if you, if you have to edit because you can't fit yeah. more in, it forces you to be more ruthless. I like the way you talk about your wardrobe, as I've got to edit it. You need to edit it. That's Mark. a good one. Curate. Like yeah. Yeah. Curate. 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 Yeah. I, 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 store it. I also think like, you, you shouldn't basically have, like, I mean, with the exception of a couple of things, you shouldn't really have multiples of anything, really, should you? If you think about no. it, clothing wise, you I should just only- feel so shamed today between the starter <laughs> and the fact that he 
if I find a pair of jeans that is just perfect, I will go and so, buy another pair of it. No, 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 that's, that's yeah. fine. I mean, like, you know, maybe two or three pairs of jeans. But yeah. what I'm saying is, you know, if you're, if you love, if you, for a white t shirt, for example, yeah. if you've got three white t shirts and they're looking fed, but you buy four more, yeah. chuck out the ones that look no, terrible. No, because that keeps them no, no, all no. looking pristine. They're the ones that you wear when you're sick. If you're not, they, they're comfort. <laughs> why no, is it? Why no. is it? You don't overwash a white t shirt, James. Oh, but Joe's a very good, uh, very good launderer. By the way, she's very good at making things um, keep their sort of, you know, sort of shop new look. Whereas, so I'm why is it when we open our wardrobes that we always have this ability to say, "I've got nothing to wear," "I've got nothing to wear" when it's full? I've, got, I've, I've nothing. My wife says that to me. I've got nothing to wear. I mean, we've got four bedrooms full of clothes. But do you know what happens, Mark? What? I think this is, this, is wrong. this is what editing is good. People don't buy outfits; they buy items. Mm. And I think the second you start thinking about buying an outfit and even when you're buying one item you're thinking right how is that going to work as an outfit yeah, and then you you, you would look, you're I going never, too far now. You're losing me. Sorry, now. you're losing yeah, me. Even you know, I don't understand. You know, you're going, <laughs> don't you? No. no. Don't you ever do that thing? Where you buy an item of clothing, and then I go home and I immediately have a fashion show for one at home. Where <laughs> I try that item on with about five different things, and I literally work it into like five outfits. So then I know, ah, that's how I'm going to wear that item no. with with the right. No, you're, you're on your own on this one. Oh, okay. <laughs> I mean, that, that, that's not the first time, sadly, Mark, because that's been said. <laughs> I Am I? I thought, I I thought like you'd it, be with me. Yeah, no, but I I, I don't sort of like plan that when I get home I just think oh I like that and then I surprise myself over and over again oh it goes with that as oh, oh. oh. yeah you I have do to, that you have to delay so I like to get in there yeah. for, figure out exactly what, yeah. what's going to happen and also then again because I think I hate that feeling of what the hell am I going to wear today yeah. so I like so to you be, know and you're like oh I'm going to so have a starter in that outfit <laughs> it's going to be great <laughs> exactly <laughs> yeah I yeah. have a starter in every yeah. outfit and yeah. I look great on social media <laughs> yeah, yeah. We go, covered all three there yeah. and what a beautiful way to sum up everything oh, um, what a joy it's been hey, to have really you in my room today thanks so much for joining no, us Marcus great fun. thank you I really you enjoyed it uh, good luck with the book thank you again Marcus every day it's out on Halloween so go and literally uh, enjoy it um, yeah Yes, get, reading make, it and make, cooking make from it. Make the cauliflower smoked cheese gratin like Lovely. I'm going to do. That's what you're going to do this Cannot weekend. Yeah. Uh, thanks again, Marcus, and thank you everyone for listening. We'll see you again next week. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.